Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. From the Summer Skate Studios, behind the mask hockey shops, present College Hockey Southwest Live for September 12th, 2021. Tonight's scheduled guest, Robert Morris, Director of Men's and Women's Hockey Operations, as well as the men's head coach, Derek Schooley. Behind the Masks College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com, whether you're on ice or in line. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, dine-in, take-out, or catering your next event. We're at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, now at Allegiant Stadium as well. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. By Boost Mobile. With Boost Mobile, you always get plans and phones that fit your needs. And by Burrito Express, the East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito. Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, happy Sunday and welcome in, everybody. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. It's uh, it's an NFL Sunday. We haven't said that in a while with the uh, stadiums full of fans. This is a, uh, our reaction show, our College Hockey Southwest Live, which uh, we can't wait for the start of the hockey season so we can start digging into game action. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Well, I understand fall is getting near and it's going to be beautiful and that big palatial estate will need some raking of leaves and all that good stuff uh i don't know my daughter came down and complained <laughs> about how hot it was and we needed to turn the air conditioner back on so you can figure that out for yourself <laughs> so yeah why am, fall. Why am i yeah. not surprised yeah, fall. and why i'm okay with surprised? it i'm okay with this okay all right that's cool it's 110 today, Paul. It's September right. 12th. Okay. It's 110. Um, I have a problem with that. It should be like 105 or 100. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I didn't think you would, but I, I just like to throw that out there. It's kind of a, I know. I don't know, a little teaser. And by the way, uh, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, we have not had NFL football in New York in, in probably a decade, just so you know. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> well, guess what? The Cardinals won today, and the Raiders aren't going to play until tomorrow. Yeah, the Cardinals uh, sloppily got themselves a, a dominating win, if that can make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of I'm surprised they won, but better than you think. That defense is better than you think. If they can quit uh, penalty stuff. They'd be a lot better offensively, too. But they still scored 38 points on Tennessee, who they were three-point underdogs. Not yeah. that I know, because there's no betting in Arizona. Oh, I guess there is betting in Arizona yeah, now. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, 
you know that that's not, nothing against and I and I know that uh, a bunch of my Arizona buddies are Cardinals fans, but uh, um, let's calm down after the first week. Um, let's, you know, I what do you mean? The Super Bowl tickets we shouldn't buy yet, or what? Well, you have to prove that the Cardinals are not the Cardinals, right? <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Well, uh, and by the way, if you are, are the Raiders playing at home tomorrow? Yeah, Allegiant Stadium. They? Yeah, right, well, Jesse Ray's going to be there with barbecue. Yeah, well, my point was uh, help Mike out. Go to the kiosk or whatever the heck they call those oh, things there. Yeah, I, and, the last and, and time I saw Mike, he said he's got plenty of help with people there. So just keep doing what you're doing, people. Well, no, that's my. But go there early. Go there early. Get get there early. Line up at his at at his stand early. This way, you know, you you. I mean, it's going to be good no matter what it is. But just get there early so that this way uh, you have plenty of time to eat it. Absolutely. Well, speaking of plenty of time, we got good stuff going on tonight. So uh, let's take our first break right now and let's come back with our special guest tonight, the uh, director of hockey operations for men's and women's hockey at Robert Morris University and also the head coach of the NCAA men's program there. We'll be right back with Derek Schooley in two minutes. Sweet. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. 
All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Live, our uh, Sunday night reaction show. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein from beautiful Long Island, New York, on Long Island, New York, where I understand it's not fall yet. But it's, uh, it's our pleasure tonight to bring on a guy that we've wanted to get on for a little while now because he's doing a fantastic job in resurrecting a program uh, that was unfairly, in my mind at least, uh, taken away from them. Uh, the head coach, director of hockey for both men and women at Robert Morris University, Derek School, is with us. Derek, Scott, and Paul with you. First of all, thanks for joining us, and how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Uh, I have no complaints. As I, as, like I said, if, 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 if my daughter's complaining that it's too hot to put the air conditioner on, I'm okay with that. Well, I'll tell you, I have the, we had our air condition go out uh, two weeks ago. So oh. we've been without air conditioning for two weeks. So it's, uh, we got the fans rolling, and oh. tomorrow we'll get, we'll, get, we'll get our air conditioned back. So it, uh, not only has been a, a lot going on at the rink, it's uh, a lot been going on at the house as well. Oh. Coach, uh, first and foremost, um, I, I'm going to go behind the scenes a little bit here because I've been trying to connect with you and have, have had no luck. And all of a sudden this morning, I woke up early out here on Pacific Coast and I said, look who followed me, Derek Schooley. So I immediately jumped on and asked you if you'd come on the show tonight. And I appreciate you doing so on such short notice. Um, I, I made it to Pittsburgh for the Frozen Four uh, last April uh, amongst amidst the uh, – pandemic and what a beautiful city what a beautiful campus what a beautiful place uh, that whole part of the country is and I would have loved to have stayed there for about another week but they, they chased me out told me I had to go somewhere else but let's start right there tell us about Robert Morris University Hockey prior to um, April well, I, I, actually, uh, May 26th to be uh, not not uh, quoting any dates, but May 26th. Let's go prior to <laughs> prior to May 26th. Um, uh, Robert Morris Hockey. We started uh, 2004, and uh, I've been the only head coach. Uh, first year we won eight games, and uh, last year we won in a in a shortened season, 16, and we're 16-9 and. I believe, uh, I don't even know our rec what our record was. There's just been so much going on. I know we won 16 games. We won the uh, Western uh, pod of Atlantic Hockey. We've been to, we had been previous to this year to six straight Atlantic Hockey Final Fours. Um, we'd won uh, two regular season championships, a playoff championship, uh, NCAA tournament uh, appearance. And along the way, we knocked off a whole bunch of really good hockey teams. We, uh, we beat Michigan. Um, at Michigan, uh, we beat uh, Miami when they were number one in the nation twice. Uh, and you go down the list of uh, notable wins. But uh, really, at one point, uh, we were um, 44 games below 500 as a program when we were probably in about year eight. And uh, after year 17, we were actually right at 500, 275, 275, and 58. So that's... Uh, Kind of the the Cliff Notes version of of Robert Morris hockey. Yeah, so absolutely. I knew that. I just wanted to hear it out of your mouth, and I think our uh, our audience loves that as well. I know your connection with Coach Powers. We have him on quite frequently. As a matter of fact, we had him on Tuesday night, and um, he he just uh, he just 
loves the game of hockey and loves to see everybody there. And I know he hurt like the rest of us did. And we saw what happened to your program uh, May 26th. And uh, we were so excited to hear that the resurrection was coming. We had uh, Brianne on and, uh, and, and tried to get uh, some ideas on that. Uh, Coach, I don't know if you know this or not, but Paul and I have also uh, had uh, Huntsville on and uh, we've had um, Rico up in uh, at St. Thomas and we had Alaska Anchorage on where they're trying to do it. So we just agree that there's got to be more stalls for hockey players. And I'm sure that's your thoughts as well. Well, absolutely. And you never want to see a program, uh, whether it's ourselves, whether it's Huntsville, whether it's Anchorage, whether it's programs in the future, um, you never want to see uh, programs go by the wayside. You you have to make sure there's there's spots for college hockey and, and there are spots, uh, whether it's uh, east, west, north, south, Alaska, all over the place. We, uh, we need to keep uh, college hockey alive. And um, I we actually played at Arizona two years at Arizona State two years ago and uh, Really enjoyed our time down there. It was a Super Bowl weekend and uh, uh, also the Waste Management Open weekend. So we uh, got to experience uh, being down it. there at a, at a really, really good time of the year and um, had a blast. I got to know uh, Coach Powers very well, actually. Uh, uh, my daughter played on a, a summer hockey team with uh, with his daughter. I was down uh, uh, in Phoenix right, really probably about a week and a half after uh, the announcement of the dropping of our program and um, went on the ice at uh, Oceanside Arena with Greg and a whole bunch of uh, uh, 2007 and 2006 birth year girls. Uh, went to a tournament, helped, uh, it was myself, uh, Greg Powers. Well, Greg was the head coach. He made that clear right off the bat. I was just, uh, <laughs> uh, I was just, I was carrying his water bottles. Uh, myself uh, and, and John Slaney, who's an assistant with the, uh, with uh, Tucson in the American Hockey League with the, the Phoenix Arizona uh, Phoenix Farm Club. So we all had a, a great time. We played in a, a tournament in Minneapolis and a tournament in Boston. We got a, a win and lost in a, a final in the in uh, in Boston in a shootout. So uh, I've actually been following your podcast from afar and I've, uh, I've listened to a couple. I saw that you had uh, Greg and, and uh, Rick Zombo on, who I'm I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, so I know Rick very well, and you know what? Uh, it was it was easy to say yes to to be on, but I re- I really believe that uh, you know we we've got to keep these uh, our our programs. We've got to be able to cultivate new programs like Lindenwood. Um, Augustana has uh, made an announcement uh, earlier that they were potentially going to be starting a new program. There's a lot of neat things going on in college hockey. Um, college hockey is a sport where Robert Morris beats Michigan. Um, you don't see that happen in, in numerous other sports. You see a, 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 a St. Thomas being able to play, uh, you know, uh, St. Cloud. They're being able to play Minnesota. And they will beat those teams, which maybe in other sports they can't. So it's uh, we've got to keep this uh, college hockey growing. Um, I, I think that that is one of the greatest parts about college hockey is that the size of the school does not matter on the ice. Uh, Anybody can beat anybody, and uh, you could not have described it better than you just did, that you you guys can play Michigan and win um, and do it regularly. 
I mean, in, in a 10 game series, you guys might win three to five games on a regular basis uh, against a team, uh, maybe not this year's team with seven first round draft picks, but um, yeah, it depends what team and we have and what team they have. Uh, uh, so uh, that is, uh, as I have delved into college hockey over the last six or seven years, to me, that is the best part of the game. And I'm glad you brought that up. So uh, if you've listened to a couple of these, then you know I say this with absolutely no seriousness at all. Um, when the schedule is getting made, what the, 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 you, the opposing coaches have to put in bids to see who can play those late January games in Tempe coming <laughs> from, uh, you know, New England and, 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 uh, and, and, and so forth and so on. Well, you just try to find a date that worked. We were supposed to play uh, <laughs> earlier in January, and we, we were trying to get it in a decent time, and he had a chance to go play somebody different uh, um, on the road and asked if we'd we want to come even later, you know, uh, like I said, Super Bowl weekend. And, um, and they were actually coming to us this year. So we would have – actually, we were supposed to play them last year, but obviously they played all their games in the Big Ten. Right. And then they were supposed to come to us at Thanksgiving time this year. So um, I was really looking forward to that. Actually, long story short, back to my other other uh, girls' hockey is a little different. They they do uh, um, uh, they it's some of it's tournament teams, and uh, you have out of town players that play on your team. And it's actually uh, uh, my daughter and uh, Greg's daughter are on the same Pittsburgh Penguins elite girls team. So uh, I'll be seeing Greg a lot this year, and. Uh, as my as my daughter and his daughter on the same team, believe it or not, from uh, one living in Pittsburgh and one living in Phoenix, they're on the same same hockey team. Love that, love that. So uh, the serious question I, I, I had, Coach, was um, no one no one is going to say that anything but the the day that the announcement was made uh, that the that the program was was going to be cut was anything but a gut punch. What was it like? to see the reaction from the community around you uh, when that happened? Well, I think that's one thing. You, you don't know what you have till it's gone. And I think that everybody knows what in the area knows what a great program we have. And, um, you know, obviously I'm proud of what we've accomplished here, being the only head coach and proud of the alums and the, the players and the staff that we've had. And, um, the team that we had uh, coming back and to see the community rally behind the program and, uh, you know, whether it's uh, online, whether it's through uh, giving, uh, you know, raising money, whether it's selling season tickets, um, it's been outstanding. And uh, that's the one, the one thing that uh, um, has really been enthusiastic about this and, and see the enthusiasm is, um, there are a lot of colonial hockey fans out there, whether they're in Long Island, whether they're in Phoenix, whether they're in Pittsburgh, there are a lot of colonial hockey fans that have come out of the woodwork to really support this program. And we raised a, uh, we raised $1.3 million in, in about a 21 day span um, through pledges and actual cash in hand. And um, unfortunately uh, it was, it wasn't uh, at that time we needed progress towards 7 million. It wasn't the, the absolute progress that they were looking for. So we've uh, suspended operations for this year 
but uh, they, you know, they rehired me this past uh, Tuesday and uh, got a lot of different uh, uh, things on my plate. But first and foremost, uh, number one is uh, raising money and uh, making sure that uh, we're continuing to get out in the public and the community and, and raise money and, and be enthusiastic, spe- spread the word of Robert Morris hockey and, and find that next, uh, uh, I guess, uh, Terry Pagula in this area that uh, really wants to get behind uh, our program and keep college hockey alive. And um, I can't say enough uh, great things about uh, what our athletic department, uh, athletic director and um, fundraiser TJ Brown and athletic director Chris King have done to to really continue pushing this. And the Pittsburgh College Hockey Foundation, you mentioned Brianne McLaughlin and her husband, Logan Biddle. And uh, you go down the list of people that have been involved in this from 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 basically uh, an 85 per alumni Zoom call on uh, March, uh, May 29th, and uh, where we just started rallying the troops. And here we are over 100 days later. I'm... Uh, uh, we've got a, a clear path towards reinstatement. Um, I'm I've got my office back uh, for now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going I'm going recruiting next week, right? Um, to continue uh, uh, starting to identify players for the reinstatement, and uh, we just need to make sure that we keep this uh, positive momentum going. That uh, in raising the money, raising the funds, and um, to continue uh, the right direction to make sure Robert Morris hockey plays in, in the fall of 22. Okay. A, a, a tangent to that question is uh, specifically uh, about the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, what did it mean to you and the school and the program that, that they came out so vocally for your program? Well, they've, we've had a great relationship with uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins from hosting uh, the three rivers classic uh, Christmas tournament that we had that Arizona state played in, uh, to hosting two frozen fours to the support that they've given, um, our, um, university through, um, advertisements through having me on during their games to, uh, in-game advertisements. I mean, we've probably played, uh, a dozen games down actually probably closer to, uh, 18 games at uh, the home of the Penguins before Mellon Arena and, and now PPG Paints Arena. Um, so I, I really can't say enough great things about uh, David Morehouse and Rich Hickson and um, everybody, Scott Zimmerman when he was down there, Gary Desjardins at PPG to, to be able to, to support college hockey. And, and now we just, we just need to keep showing that support and keep getting that enthusiasm and, um, you know, because once we get the, this, you know, it's going to be awful hard. I think with us selling out, we're getting close to selling out season tickets for 2022. I, it, it would be awful hard to, to bring the program back and then ever, ever have it leave again. That's correct. Derek, Derek, that's what I was going to follow up on. I'm a Minnesota native, and um, I was a young man when I watched our Minnesota North Stars pack up and move to Dallas, and everybody – in uh, quote unquote, the state of hockey said that could never happen, and it happened. And uh, the the bright sunlight on the other side of that cloud um, was the Minnesota Wild coming in. And you've seen the success, I'm sure, that the Wild continually sell out. And um, I think you said it earlier that you never really know what you have until it's gone and how much you appreciate it. And 
even though the, the Wild haven't had the uh, greatest of successes uh, since they came back uh, into the NHL, the fan support has been there. And I believe, it, and maybe it's a pipe dream for me, but I really believe that these college programs that have, have had their struggles and now are getting a second chance, if you will, are going to see that same thing. Um, I know you hope that. Is that what you believe as well? Well, I mean, you just see it by season tickets that we've got already. I mean, we've uh, we announced the other day that we had under 100 left for men's. Granted, our building only hold, holds uh, our current building only holds about 1,200 people, and they are keeping some uh, tickets available for walk-ups in the general public. But uh, that's going to be a big guarantee to full house every night. But the the really neat thing and um, I'm on my director of hockey operations for both men and women right now is the support of, of the women's team. And they've, uh, you know, the women's program hasn't, uh, they've had a tremendous amount of success. All their, they've been to numerous NCAA tournaments. They've been to won numerous championships, but the, they haven't sold many season tickets previously. Right now they're, they're, they've done probably more this year than they had in their, the history of their program combined. And I think, the people are understanding in Pittsburgh that did come out to see when we played the national development team, they saw Patrick Kane play against the Colonials. They saw Ryan McDonough. Uh, you know, when we played Michigan, we played Zach Rowinski, Jack Johnson. I mean, you go down the list of, of people that we played against when they were in college or in our building or other buildings. And I mean, just look at Arizona state's defense from a couple of years ago. There's a couple of them that are on the cusp of, being in the NHL right now. I mean, uh, so I, I think that you, you go down the list of, of, of positives that there, there, there's, there's no, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. I would not wish what we've been through on, for our players or anything on any, any other rivals, any other coaches, anybody else out there. But the one positive that will come out of this uh, when we can get reinstated will be that, we will have a tremendous amount of uh, community support, uh, fan support, and uh, donation support. And this is, I mean, like you said, you never thought this would happen to you, but now you got to make the best of it to to see the in in your example the Minnesota Wild uh, on the on the other side of it. Yeah, I totally totally agree with that. It was very well said. I also want to commend you on something because uh, I thought what I saw on social media was incredibly uh, loaded with class. It, it had to be so bittersweet for you to uh, watch some of the players that you uh, recruited and were big parts of your program uh, have to make the decision to go play somewhere else. And I thought um, it was so much class on your part to wish them well and to uh, – you know, not be a hindrance to them. And I mean, that had to be incredibly difficult. Uh, tell us a little bit about what that's been like to, to see your players move on to other programs. Well, you're right. It, uh, not as, I appreciate you saying that as far as the, the class aspect, but it was hard. Um, I built uh, relationships with a whole bunch of these guys um, with our whole team that, uh, but some of them were going on their fourth year here that were going to be um, big parts of our hockey team. And, you you prepare them to be have a great senior year and 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 like I like I told you earlier I thought we were going to have a team that potentially was going to challenge for uh uh you know the top two or three in Atlantic hockey for sure and uh, it was hard because but that being said you wanted them to get to a spot where they'd be able to play college hockey 
you didn't want anybody to, um, you know, you want to get as many people out there as you can, could. You want to get them as many opportunities as you could. And uh, I want to see them good, do good because eventually they're still going to be uh, uh, a colonials forever. And uh, I've, I was texting with one of my former players that's at another school today, just asking him how he was doing and how things were and um, how, how he was getting adjusted. And you want them to be successful because it shows how good of a program we did have. And, uh, you know, my, my assistant coaches both uh, got jobs. Uh, so you, you look at all that and you're, you're excited about uh, them getting that opportunity to continue playing hockey and, there are still some that are, are at Robert Morris and they made the choice with their way their major was and how everything was set up that they, they couldn't leave, even though they did have opportunities. And, uh, you know, I saw those guys the other day and you wish, uh, you know, you hope that they're going to have a, a good year in school too. And hopefully they'll be able to play hockey next year for Robert Morris. So coach, you basically now, uh, because I don't believe you guys have hired a woman's coach yet, have you? No, we haven't. Okay, so, uh, so you got like it's almost like you have four jobs on your plate. You've got to build, rebuild the two programs as the director of hockey operations, and I know it helps having uh, an Olympic gold medal uh, share that job with you. Um, but you've got to start recruiting again for the women's team and the men's team. Uh, how do you, I, I can't even imagine multitasking like that. It's hard enough for me to focus on one thing. Uh, well, like, like I said, my priority right now is to, to, to help raise money for both teams. I'm going to be reaching out to all the alumni of both programs over the next couple of weeks here to um, whether they have donated to make sure they, they get their, their pledges in, or if they haven't donated to make sure that uh, we get them uh, um, on board. I'm also going, uh, I, I was rec I recruited last weekend uh, for the women. There right. was a, a big tournament here in Pittsburgh. Um, I watched U uh, nineteen games because that'll be who's who's going to college next year. I'm going to the North American League Showcase this upcoming weekend in Minnesota, in right. Blaine, and then the USHL Fall Classic is here the following weekend. And then I'm I'm going to do uh, another women's tournament towards the end of October. And I think we'll have a pretty good list. Uh, obviously, the, the, the pandemic pr proved that you can recruit online and do a pretty good job of it. But uh, I think going to, to two tournaments for both the, the men and women each and then uh, some other tournaments involved there will we'll, uh, help put a list together. And my job for the, the women's program is to put a list together to give the head coach. Right. Um, when the head coach is hired, here's – players that I saw here's players that I think will be successful and you do with it what you want because you're the head coach of the women's program and it'll be my job as the, the head coach of the men's program to to try to rebuild um, our roster and take the the players that we still have, have on campus and who knows maybe some players will want to come back to the Colonials um, after this year from where they went to different spots and uh, but it's my job to rebuild the men's roster as well but I said fundraising for both programs or, or as a combination and then recruiting about, I, I, I use the term recruiting because I, that's what it's been called, but I right. can't go offer any players. Um, I'm more evaluate, evaluate. I'm looking at right. like, I've, I've got to put a list of, of players together 
like a, like an NHL scout. And if five players are taken off by other schools, then I've got to go to my sixth. And if mm-hmm. uh, then the next three are after that, then I got to go to my 10th. So I've got to evaluate and then make sure whatever the, the top guys that I have uh, evaluated are, are free for me when, when, and hopefully when reinstatement happens. Is, is there a timeline for this? Yeah, they've uh, they've set the date of uh, the end of the fall semester, which is December fifteenth. But uh, that could also be if we raise the money before. That's a that's a date, and if we're close, it could be pushed a little bit farther. Right. But I would I would think that there there would be a, a resolution by the by uh, the start of two thousand twenty two because we would have to get back into our conference. We'd have to start scheduling uh, non conference games. We'd have to get into a league. Right. I mean, we would get back into our leagues, but we, then we would have to hire a, a coach for the women's program. So right. there are a lot of tasks. And then um, we've got to start uh, going and, and reordering our equipment, reordering, uh, um, starting from scratch again. And the, right. I guess the one good thing that, that I have, I've done this already once, so why not do it again? Yeah, and and the 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 extra year for players, the the, the glut of players that, uh, probably would have started this year and kind of falling all pushing everybody else kind of down has to help too, in terms of. Yep, the transfer portal is going to be huge, um, as is the the glut of players that uh, really got pushed uh, a little bit later in there. Um, you know, with everybody getting that fifth year, there's guys that are playing junior hockey that would be in college this year. And there's guys that are going to be playing junior hockey that don't get an opportunity next year that would be really division, really good division one players. And it's uh, just the nature with the fifth year. And hopefully uh, we're able to uh, capitalize on that a little bit. If, if there's any time to have to restart or rebuild the, build a team, it's it, the best opportunities now. Uh, do you expect, and, and, and I know that there was a lot of talk about Atlantic hockey expanding uh, going into this season, and it did not happen. Um, I, and I know that College Hockey America had, you know, Robert Morris, you know, you guys not having a program this year made it a five-team league. Um, I, 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 there may or may not be something you can say uh, in, to answer this question, but do you expect both leagues to, to allow you guys uh, to assimilate right back in? We've, uh, we, we would hope that, that they would al- allow us back into the league, but you know, nothing's guaranteed, but I've got the, I've talked to every one of the coaches in the league and we have uh, uh, full support of all the coaches to get back in the league. And I think we just need to make sure that we come back and say that we're ready to do this. And we've got to show our commitment to doing it. Absolutely. And, uh, but I think we've been a really good member of both Atlantic hockey and of college hockey that, uh, you know, I think everybody understands how this situation went down and, um, we'll hopefully would not hold it against, uh, um, our program and our players and, um, you know, and give us a, that opportunity to get back in, into our respective conferences. I mean, I, I hope that that's the case. I, 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 I was like a lot of people in shock that, that Atlantic hockey didn't expand because it seemed to me like there were some natural fits. Um, 
I mean, and you would have more of an idea went down with those meetings than, than, than we would. But um, as, as you sit back and, 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 I, and I guess catch your breath um, at, in terms of, of getting things back together again, um, you did mention that you've built a team from scratch before. Uh, has that helped a lot through this last few weeks, especially since 2003 was a much different time than, than 2021? Absolutely. But uh, obviously I've been doing this now for 18 years. I did it for uh, five years before that at the air force Academy at, and at Cornell a year before that. So it, uh, um, you know, your things change, the landscape change. And um, you know, I've, I got rehired on Tuesday, so I'm I'm not even on on week one complete yet. Okay, I'm working on uh, uh, a lot of different things and got a lot of ideas and um, got a lot of plans moving forward. But uh, hopefully, uh, we're able to do that. And like I said, uh, we we got a lot a lot of positive things uh, moving in the right direction. I love the Minnesota Wild analogy. That's a that's a perfect one for kind of the scenario that, that we're, we're doing. And, um, you learn, see, you learn something every day. I <laughs> see something now, here's, new every the problem, day. here's the problem coach. Now I have to live with you patting him on the back yeah. and, and telling him he, he, he said something intelligent and smart. Now I got to deal with this. It's just going to take me like three weeks to beat him back down. I'm I mean, he, you know what? He, he may be the assistant to the assistant to the assistant hockey operations director by, by the time we get off this phone call. Uh, he might be. I'm, uh, I'm, uh. Hey, Coach, did I, did I tell you that I'm a UMD alum? Did that change uh, anything? Yeah, uh, That's a winning hey, pedigree. Yeah, you got two national championships right there. Absolutely. Back anyway, to back. <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay. Anyway, a uh, couple of things I want to throw out there. Number one is I love the uh, the simple concept. Hockey is the goal. Um, I just came up with a new one for us because uh, when I started this company, Coach, six years ago, uh, I my goal was to grow the game of hockey by providing an outlet, a place that we could do interviews and stories and different things. I had no idea at that time it would be a podcast, but – but this year I came up with it that it's pretty simple. We cover the game to grow the game. And uh, I think hockey is the goal is the way to do it for you guys. And, and I see nothing but good things lying ahead uh, with that goal. That being said, I want to ask you a little bit about, and we asked Coach Powers about this because there are now going to be a uh, half dozen independent teams this season. And uh, we asked him what he thought about that. Is that, is that a good thing for hockey? Uh, do we need to have more conferences? And of course, uh, you're familiar with Frank's territory, and every time we have Frank on, we ask him the same thing. We call him the czar coach because uh, <laughs> the czar of college hockey because he's so knowledgeable. But he he really thinks that college hockey needs to band together. Have you heard that before? Well, let's put it this way: I played junior hockey for Frank. I worked for <laughs> Frank for five years. Frank's uh, wife is the godmother of my oldest daughter. So there's no and- connection at all. Yeah, there's no connection at all. So if you've heard it, I've heard it five times. <laughs> so it's uh, if you've heard it once, I've heard it five times. And um, but no, you know what? I think there there does need to be some sort of realignment. What that is is everybody's going to have their own opinions, and that's I don't. You got to be able to get everybody on the same page. And I don't know if there's anybody out there right now that can do that. 
And uh, you even see it in football. I mean, people are jumping ship to, you know, the SEC from the Big 12, which you, I mean, you're, you see people going all over the place. So I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. I mean, if, if Frank could snap his fingers and get it done, he would. But it's a lot more difficult than saying that. But is there the more teams, the better. The more opportunities for players, the better. And I think we need to, that's what we need to focus on. And to be able to have a, a Long Island, to be able to have a, a Lindenwood, to be able to have um, Anchorage and Fairbanks back uh, playing, even though they're in independence, to try to get Huntsville back, us back. Those are all really good things. And there shouldn't be anybody out there that says they're not. If they're not, then they don't have the best interest of college hockey at, at, at heart. By the way, I nominate Frank for this job. So uh, <laughs> I, I think that he should just basically go in there and say, all right, I'm in charge now, and you guys all have to listen to me. I nominate yeah, one, him. Once again, you didn't have to work for him for five years. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, every, everybody, out there, everybody out there loves him, and he's a, he's, he's a tremendous ambassador for our sport. There's, there's not a, not a uh, no doubt, and uh, I'm very fortunate not only to – to call him a coach of mine, uh, a mentor of mine, and a friend. So it, uh, um, you know, I I'll listen to a lot of what he says, and um, but there are, you know, what there are some things I do disagree with him on within the league, and it's like I should. He's like, well, why don't you think that? I go, just because I can have my own opinion. <laughs> he doesn't believe that. No, no, that's right. Okay, coach. So, so let's get back on the hockey topic here for a little bit. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you're trying to build in your next roster. Uh, I'm going to assume that we're going to get this done. And when I say we, we're all, we're all hockey people. So whatever we can do to help, we want to help. Um, but, but I assume you're going to be reinstated and uh, you're going to have uh, a great team. So what do you want to do? Where do you want to start? Most coaches will say they want to start from the goal out, but you may have, as you mentioned, some players coming back. What do you want to do to, to put Robert Morris and the Colonials back on the fast track? Well, first of all, if we're, if we're assuming that, I'm also assuming that you got about $1.4 million that you're going <laughs> to, you're going to donate, or you've got the, a sugar daddy who's, who's funding your program. That's now going to fund my program. It ain't me. So we're, we're assuming that, right? We've just assumed all that. So I'll, I'll expect a check sometime in the next 48 to 72 hours. <laughs> um, if, if we, if we go there, I'm, we need to get old. That's that's what we need to do. We've got we need to get old. College hockey's a a, a man sport, and uh, we would need to um, get old and and be uh, competitive with with through the transfer portal. But you also need to get young because that's where you get some of your your really good players. So you need a mix of both those and try to find the best opportunity, best players you possibly can. And um, we lost a goalie two years ago, three years ago now, Francis Murat. He left. Out, he grad transferred after his third year with us, and went on to be an All American at Clarkson, and is going to to camp with the Seattle Kraken. And we didn't expect to lose him, and we didn't have a replacement. And uh, come, I believe it was uh, almost April first, we got a goalie by the name of Justin Kappelmaster, who ended up being an All League goalie for us. And uh, we got him late, and he was. Uh, uh, had a pedigree and, and ended up being a very good goalie for us uh, that year. And then this past year, we had Noah West, who was uh, on the all-rookie team as a freshman. So you can do it a lot of different ways. We got a goalie 
from the, the transfer portal, which would have been in, in April. And we had a freshman come in that uh, was able to, to carry the mail as well. So I think that you, you just got to look for the, the best opportunity, best players you can. You're going to need to be able to get some um, age to your classes. You're going to be able to have to try to, to um, get a lot of different uh, people in each class. Let's say eight in your senior class, eight in your junior class. And you go down the list of maybe then five and five and, or six and six and try to carry 30 players and, and try to get a little bit uh, um, depth in each class. So there's a, there's a lot of different scenarios, but like I said, you're, you're way, you've jumped the gun. Uh, you're not only jumped the starting line, you've jumped the $1.4 million. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, good at that. Yeah. No. Hey, I, you, I just named you, you guys on my staff and now you're oh, really? already here. Yeah. You guys just <laughs> forgot about what your, your goal was. The goal is not only do you come up with good analogies, $1.4 million. Oh, well, listen, <laughs> well, well, we're ready. Scott we is the guy to do that. Shoulders, coach. We got broad shoulders. We're ready to take it on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Hey, well, you know what? You also, you've also said, and this is no way meant to kick me off or anything. You also said, Hey, this is just going to be a nice 20 minute conversation. And we've already been on almost 45 <laughs> every, already. Every so. week, coach, <laughs> well, well, let me, let me tell you this coach. We, we told the same thing. We tell it to all of our guests, but we told the same thing to Rick Zombo. And, uh, last Sunday night, Paul and I were going like, Oh, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. <laughs> and Rick has kept on going, but, um, it's our pleasure to have you on because, uh, you know, like, as long as you want to be on, we'll have you. But, <laughs> Um, I, I'm just excited. Uh, like I said, it was my first trip there last April. Uh, I thought you guys put on a fantastic tournament despite not being able to have many fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it belongs, uh, NCAA hockey belongs in Pittsburgh and, and Robert Morris is a, I think I stayed just uh hop, skip and a jump away from your, uh, your university. And uh, I just think that there, if there's a will, there's a way, like I use that, that wild analogy because you know, one of my best friends is playing for the North Stars and that happened. And, uh, and he told me, there's no way we're moving. And when they moved, he said, uh, I'm on my way to Dallas. <laughs> and, uh, and when we got that team back, um, and I say we, I've been gone for 30 years, but when they got that team back, they, uh, they never said never. Uh, they never said they couldn't do it. They, you know, and uh, there, there's always somebody out there. All you have to do is ask Coach Powers what it was like the day after he won that uh, national championship at the ACHA D1 level. There's people there, and uh, if we can help as a media outlet to uh, help cultivate and find somebody that uh, wants to help your program, uh, more power to everybody. Yeah. Well, you know what? The, the funny thing about the whole thing is you, you'd say you'd never expect it. I've always wondered. I always said – um, when, you know, all these, when Huntsville had their campaign and other places had their campaign, I always wondered, I said, would we be able to do this? If, if this ever happened to, and every, every coach does it. I mean, every coach at one time, you know, from a, a mid-major down wonders if, you know, they're, they're going to be next. And, and that's why we can't have all this continue to happen because you can't keep losing teams. But I always wondered, could I, could could we, as a Robert Morris community, raise money? And the answer so far is, yeah, pretty good. But pretty good doesn't doesn't get it completely back. We need to, we need it to be great. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm I'm so excited and happy for for Anchorage to be able to, to get uh, to their goal, and and now we need to be able to get to ours. And uh, we've got a lot of uh, like our, the the campaign, the hockey is the goal has has been outstanding. And right now the 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 page only lists probably close to about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, but we've got another five hundred thousand dollars that are going to be that uh, can be added to that. Uh, that are, you know, we're just waiting for the the checks to come in and their pledges, and plus then we've got another uh, three hundred thousand dollars or four hundred thousand dollars in pledges that are uh, for uh, future years. So it's it's getting there, and and uh, but hockey's the goal, but it we need to be great. And I, I'm going to wake up every morning uh, looking at my to do to do list, but the number one to do list, the number one thing on the list is to find a way to get both these programs back. And when we can do that, um, then I'll rest for a few days and then get after it as far as getting players. Have you talked to some of the people involved in some of these other schools? Does it kind of peak and valley how this works? So you get that momentum at the beginning and then there's that kind of lull and then maybe something happens and it ramps back up for a little while and kind of goes up and down. Um, have, 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 you had a chance to talk to any of the people involved in some of these other programs that have done this? Well, Mike Corbett, who was the head coach at Alabama Huntsville, was my assistant last year. Right. So I had a pretty, pretty, uh, I had a pretty good uh, front row seat to everything that went on at Alabama Huntsville um, with that with that that whole scenario. And I've I've actually have talked to Mike a couple times about different things. I've talked to Lance West numerous times and. Um, but, you know, I think every scenario is different. And every, every, every person that you deal with in regards to this is different. Whether it's, you know, somebody on, on your campus, whether it's somebody in your community, whether it's somebody in, let's say, Chicago that we, likes to donate. We've got, we've got donations from coast to coast, uh, province to province, border to border. And uh, it's not just a bit of people from Pittsburgh. It's it's we've struck nerves. I mean, we've got. Uh, I know I've got a couple donations from Arizona. I know I've got a couple donations from Colorado. I know I've got a couple donations from from uh, New York. So it, it's it's all over the place. And you know, it, it's if people believe and they strike a nerve and it's a great just cause, then people are going to get behind it. And uh, that's the one thing I keep telling people. It's it's you know what? Let's not have any regrets. Let's let's not say if we would have done this or we needed to do this or we needed to do that. Let's not have any regrets. Let's do everything we possibly can to to get these programs back. And um, when it works out, we have a we celebrate for a day, and then we got a lot more work to do. But if it doesn't work out, at least we know that we did everything we possibly could. And I think that uh, if you look, we've uh, we we got uh, we've we were we were we were we were we were left for dead. And right. somehow we've went uh, from on life support to um, back breathing and back battling. And, you know, we just don't want to be go back to that uh, flat line again. We're 100 percent behind you. If we could write checks for you, we would. I promise. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for it tomorrow. OK, <laughs> get on that, Scott. <laughs> uh, Coach, we appreciate your time. I'm going to let you leave uh, on this note. Um, hockey is the goal. But explain to our listeners the easiest way for them to get involved. Uh, if somebody out here right now is going like, hey, I want to see uh, more NCAA lockers, 
specifically at Robert Morris University. How do they do that? Well, hockey is the goal. There's through the rmucolonials.com, uh, through the ice hockey page. You can find the, the link to the, the donation uh, page, also the link to the season ticket uh, campaign. Also, like I said, the uh, season tickets on Friday were under 100 left for men. We're under 300 left for the women. But at very, you know what? If if somebody wants to get involved and doesn't know what they can do, or or just wants to talk, uh, the easiest way is just to get in touch with me, just like you did today, uh, schoolie at rmu.edu. Um, I've got a lot going on, but um, I've I've tried to respond to everybody at some point. Um, with uh, you know, I've had some people send me some unbelievable ideas on things we could do, but I've also had some people that have no idea is a bad one, and. Uh, um, so I, I think that those are the, the best ways to do it. If you just want to go donate, um, go through rmucolonials.com. If you want to buy season tickets, go go through rmucolonials.com. And if you have questions, reach out to me. I mean, that's that's my job right now as, as director of hockey operations is to, to spread the word, get the word out, and, uh, uh, you know, do, do the wake up every day and try to get Robert Morris hockey back. I've been here since day one. And uh, it's not going to go away easily, that's for sure. Coach, we, we appreciate your time. Before we let you go, Paul's got a trivia question. We, we're doing trivia from our he gave it. He gave the answer, skates. though, so if you're paying yeah, attention. Oh, yeah, just hold on. Hold okay. on. Uh, so Summer Skates is, is giving away a prize package. Uh, all of our podcasts in the month of September is we welcome back hockey, and uh, we help you with the Hockey is the Goal campaign. So listen to this and see if you know the answer, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, very simply, the question was, or is, uh, at what school were you an assistant coach at before you got the job at Robert Morris? <laughs> Don't answer, coach. Don't answer. Okay, folks. If you, if you know, if you know that, if you know that, uh, the chat box is open. Get your name in there. Uh, a nice pair of uh, summer skate sandals coming your way, along with a koozie. Uh, coach, uh, direct message me your shoe size and a pair of sandals and a koozie are coming your way as well for being our guest. And anything we can do, I am happy to help with. Um, Paul's on New York. I'm uh, in Arizona. But uh, I will probably see you at the NAHL uh, Jamboree this weekend because I'll be in Minnesota. <laughs> I'll make sure, that, uh, uh, make sure that you look for me. I, I, I pr- the, one, the neatest thing I'll tell you about Tuesday is my, uh, this past Tuesday, my wardrobe doubled again. <laughs> I went from in May. In May, I lost half my clothes, and this past Tuesday, I got half them back. So it's, I uh, love it. Yeah, I love so it. If you if you can look at a, a bright spot, and and you know what, sometimes you just have to to smile about some of this. I I could write a book um, about this whole uh, 120 days or whatever it's been, and I could oh, raise my. enough money to save the program. It would, but it would it might not keep me in my job. So we'll, oh, we'll just hold it geez. out there. You want the job? Oh, see, look at that. See, I would buy the book. I'm telling you right now, I'd buy it. Uh, okay, Coach, we, we certainly appreciate it. Like I said, I've got uh, NCHC Media Day at the XL Center on Thursday, but Friday I'm hoping to hop over to uh, the uh, Schwann Super Rink. So if uh, if I get a chance, I'll look you up. Well, I appreciate it, guys, and thank you for, for spreading the word of, of Robert Morris Hockey, just not with having uh, me on tonight, but uh, having Brianne on and, um, we got a lot of good things. I mean, we got uh, uh, we had two goalies that have been in the Olympics, one in the USA, one in Finland, and, and our job is to make sure that uh, we continue to do that. So thank you for 
for uh, spreading the word as well. Thanks well, for coming here, on, Coach. We're here Tuesday and Sunday night, so uh, when you get a little bit closer to that reality goal, by all means, uh, shoot me a text and come back on, okay? Well, I'm just going to start calling in. Every okay, week you don't have to wait that long. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't have to wait that long. Come on anytime you want. You want to help us co-host the program? You can do that, too. Uh, I'm well, sure that people would rather hear it from you than me anyway, so. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see if I can. If well, I can. My, my son just texted me through this and said, when, uh, when are you going to be able to say goodnight to me? I said, well, these guys just keep talking. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's Coach been awesome, Derek's guys. Story. Thanks for having me. Thanks Absolutely. for coming on, Coach. We appreciate it. We're going to take another quick break, and we will be right back to wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Live in two minutes. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best-tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails. Whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said It's been running through my head Locked and loaded Still got it Still got it Who's old now? Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy with you in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, as usual, we're running late again, but... uh, you know the drill. I heard something. You heard something. What did you take away from our conversation with uh, Derek Schooley, the director of hockey operations and head coach at Robert Morris University? Well, first of all, I I I, I love the fact that that and 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 I try to squeeze it in. I mean, it's it's just really the two of us, and and now we have Joe up in Colorado, and yeah. And so it makes it, you know, there's there's a lot of teams. I know we talk about 
ASU and Air Force and Denver and CC. Um, and that's, you know, that's those teams are a lot for us to cover. And, and, I, and, and I know we try to squeeze in some stuff about women's teams and women's hockey as much as we can. The, I, I just love the fact that uh, not only are, are they almost done selling season tickets for next year for the men's team, that they're going to do it for the women's teams too. And, that, and that's great. And I love that. Um, it, is, it, it is good to hear. Um, uh, gee, I, I, I am, you know, it, that Frank Serratori tree just keeps rolling, 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 right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, we love that. Um, and, 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 and listen, uh, some of those questions that we asked, you know, we, we asked them in as much of a lighthearted way as we can. Uh, we don't like to put people on the spot really. But some of the questions have to be asked, and and uh, total respect for the coach for answering him as well as they can. I, I mean, there's there's a reason why I tried to 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 to, to uh, set up a question by saying we understand you might not be able to answer it the way you want to or the way that you can, and so forth and so on, because this is PR. You know, oh, part that's of what being, we do. We we cover the game to grow the right, game. I right. love that. And, and, I love and, that. And, and and part of a coach's job is PR. And you and I have been around enough coaches to know that they can't always speak in anything other than coach speak or or you know, like you said, he 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 could write a book or keep a job. Right? I mean, you, right. you really can't put it in. Even though I would buy the book. <laughs> and he, he and he's probably right. He probably would sell enough books to. Um, and, and, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, and, and I just, uh, it's great that the school hired him back. Uh, he's got four times the work on his plate. So, uh, you know, if, we, if, if we've helped in any minute way, um, apparently we've been hired too. We just, we just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but I love it's, it. but it's great. Um, you know, I really appreciate the coach coming on. You know, we've kind of been on this story since it happened. It, it, it kind of pops kind its head of? up. Well, okay. we've been well, on it since it uh, happened. Yeah. I mean, I know. It, it, both, both you and I at, at the same time, I think said, uh, this is really unfair and we need to get something going on with these guys. And you reached out to Brianna and got her on right. and now coach is on. So um, before we go any farther, cause we are running out of time. I want True. you to read that trivia question one more time. It's been answered folks. It can't get any easier, but go ahead, Paul. At what school was Derek Schooley an assistant coach at when he was hired to be the head coach at Robert Morris? All right, that's it. Hop on the chat box on the uh, podcast and type in the answer, and uh, we will get in touch with you and get you a pair of summer skates and a uh, summer skates koozie with that fantastic new College Hockey Southwest Live uh, logo on yeah. it. Or send okay. it to one of Scott's tri- Twitter accounts. He's got 95 <laughs> <Yeah>. of them. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> um, here's what I took away real quickly, and then uh, and then we'll say goodnight. But um, uh, A- I mentioned it in when I was speaking with them, a class act, and I do mean that. I mean, it takes a lot of guts, a lot of courage 
to step up and go, I'm happy to see my guys that I recruited and played for me go somewhere else because I want them to get their chance to succeed and maybe win a national championship. That's Absolutely. number one. That, that is such a classy move because I have known, and I'm sure you have known, uh, Paul, coaches and people that just don't have that kind of class. That, that's character is what that is. Yeah. Um, number two is uh, this morning I saw that he followed me on my Twitter account. I'm not kidding. At 6 o'clock in the morning, I rolled over with my eyes half open, and uh, I said, wow, Derek Schooley. And I jumped on and responded to it. I said, thanks for the follow, Coach. Any chance you're interested in coming on tonight? And he said, what time? And I'm, well, going, I'm sure he wow. regrets that now. <laughs> I said, wow, within about five minutes of me asking the question, um, we have him on. And uh, it, it's more than just hockey uh, fraternity. Yeah. It's, it's about helping other programs. I would be a huge hypocrite if I said my goal is to cover the game, to grow the game, and then not offer opportunities to these schools outside our quote-unquote coverage area to come on and talk about their programs. This is what it's all about. And God well, forbid it should ever happen to any of the teams in our immediate coverage area, but this is what it's all about. That's why I'm supporting Lindenwood and Anchorage and Huntsville and Robert Morris and LIU and uh, Augustana and St. Thomas. All those schools, uh, they deserve it because they've, they've tried, they've worked, and uh, usually through no fault of their own, they get their legs cut out from under them. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, and and, and it seems like they're all interconnected anyway. Um, so I the, have to be. It's a small fraternity. No, I know four teams or whatever. I know I can't keep track. The number keeps changing. <laughs> but I, I was dead serious when I told the him. fact that it's actually still near <laughs> the sixty teams that we were at a couple of years ago. Right, is mind boggling in and of itself, considering <laughs> everything that happened. But but I was totally serious when I said I felt the gut punch when the Minnesota North Stars, a team that I grew up watching, uh, just get pulled away and moved halfway across the country in a matter of a few moments, all because the the new owner said I want to take them somewhere else. Yeah, and I know. And I knew in the state of hockey that if they ever got a team back, it took twenty years. But when they got that team back, they weren't going to let it ever slip away again. And uh, that's the way it's going to be with all these schools, I think. And I, I relate it right back to the pandemic because I say, um, you know, the, the players that are coming back to play this year are, are so thankful that they're getting a chance to play this year. And I think it's going to make all the difference in the world in what you see in effort. I'm not going to say that there wasn't effort before, but I'm going to say there's more effort, more consistent effort from everybody this year because – they saw how close it was to a pandemic wipe, wiping out their sport. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't think we can do much better than that. Right. I will tell everybody that uh, the NCHC Media Day is on uh, Thursday at the XL Energy Center in St. Paul. Joe will be there. I will be there. We don't know yet if we can get Paul there or not because it's a 14-hour flight from New York to Minneapolis. I can't even. <laughs> All I know is we have a winner on the trivia question, so pay attention to that, and I'll do the <laughs> All right. You take care of it. All right. From the Summer Skates Studios behind the masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. Uh, it's brought to you by Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed, Six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. 
behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style, and now available at our new spot at all, Allegiant Stadium events. By the NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Boost Mobile. Bring your current phone to any location and learn how to get a new SIM card free when you switch to Boost Mobile. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey. Fabulous Las Vegas atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask. And all of the Ice Time HockeySW.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the Ice Time HockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. I do have one other special announcement to make since we won't be on the air tomorrow with the college hockey portion. Our newest member, Joe Paisley, has a birthday tomorrow. So everybody get on that Twitter account, say happy birthday to Joe, uh, and uh, let him know that you're, uh, you're thinking about him. We're happy to have him on board covering Colorado College and Air Force with us all season long. Uh, At the website, you can get to his blog at Paisley Print and uh, read everything that's going on in the Rockies, courtesy of uh, Joe Paisley. So happy birthday, Joe. I'm not even going to tell him what it is because I know you're waiting to get me on my big one in February. So no, I'm not going to tell not people just, how old they just, are. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our nice. thanks to uh, the Director of Hockey Operations for Men's and Women's Hockey and the head coach, NCAA head coach, at uh, Robert Morris University. Let's get them back on track. Hockey is the goal. Get there. The campaign to reinstate RMU hockey. Derek Schooley joined us. We appreciate his time on a very busy uh, Sunday night. And, uh, of course, Paul and I will be back on Tuesday night. Another great show of college hockey, Southwest Weekly. Tomorrow night, it's uh, Professional Hockey, Southwest Weekly. And Wednesday night, Club Hockey, Southwest Weekly. Busy time. Hockey's right around the corner. Good night, everybody. Good night.